Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you know, whenever you hear nice words said uh, about you, think of like a perfume. You will kind of um, smell it, but you don't swallow it. <laughs> Yesterday, I told you about my hybrid um, Christian existence in a sense that I am authentically both uh, Pentecostal and Lutheran. And I think it gives me and entitles me to say a few words about the secrets of Pentecostals and Lutherans. Do you know what's the difference between a Lutheran preacher and a Pentecostal preacher? I'm telling you the secret, just, just among us. A typical Lutheran preacher, first of all, they are not dressed like that. They are properly uh, wearing the vestment. And they usually make uh, three points. And at the end of a quiet and boring sermon, they recite a poem. Pentecostal preachers are dressed like I am now. In the beginning, they tell you three jokes. And at the end, they don't make any point. <laughs> so today, I am doing the Pentecostal side uh, of my... <laughs> and the title for my uh, biblical uh, study today is uh, Be Encouraged, Support Others. I wish to talk about the power and the significance of encouragement and support. In our own lives, we need a lot of encouragement, but we also are called by God to become an agent, an agent of uh, supporting others. And the text uh, we have uh, for today comes from uh, the beginning of the second uh, letter to Corinthians by Paul, and it says uh, here, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. I don't know much about American football, because in Europe we don't play American football, we play football, which you call a soccer, we don't. But I once read um, a, a story about a legendary uh, football uh, coach and player uh, of the early generation. Uh, his name is uh, Paul Bryant 
often um, one of the nickname uh, Paul Bear Bryant. He's one of the most legendary uh, coaches, uh, died in 1980s at some point, and for a number of years uh, he was leading University of Alabama team and with great uh, success. We are told he was not only a wonderful coach, but a wonderful human person in the way he related uh, to his guys and to the team. Once uh, he was interviewed after they had uh, lost a game. Often they won, but there was a lost uh, game. And the reporter asked him, Coach, what are you going to tell your boys now? And I love the way the coach uh, re remarked and responded. He says, there are only three ways to respond. One, should we lose, then I myself bear the responsibility. Second, were the game mediocre, I'll tell the guys we all did it together. Third, should my team win, I'll tell the guys you guys did it. It's a wonderful way of supporting and affirming uh, people who are working with you. Encouragement, support, what a wonderful gift in life if you have it, what a wonderful asset. But there's also the other side. When you do not have it, we have a number of famous people who almost didn't make it because there was no uh, encouragement, but rather the opposite. Did you know that Walt Disney, as a young man, he was fired by a newspaper editor, and the reason was that uh, he didn't have any great ideas. Did you know Thomas Edison, the, the electricity guy, his teacher, his teacher in math gave up on him and told his parent, your son is too stupid to do anything important. Henry Ford, before he succeeded, he failed five times and he went broke. The great singer Enrico Caruso, his parents believed his teacher who said, your son has no voice at all, he simply can't sing. We know other uh, famous people who almost didn't make it, these guys did, but who uh, didn't make it because they never received uh, support, affirmation and uh, encouragement. So my message to you uh, today is simply that um, we need to get in a place where we are receiving encouragement uh, from our God, from our Lord and Savior, and we also need to get to the place where we can find ourselves as agents of uh, encouragement and uh, support. And with that in mind, uh, let us take another look uh, at the text that I read uh, first for you. It's quite interesting because um, the way the text um, is, um, there's one word that appears a number of times, number of times, about ten times. It is most often here uh, translated, and very correctly so, it is translated uh, under comfort like comforting. It is a great and accurate translation. 
but it can also be translated as um, encouragement. And so let me now read for you the text again. Uh, each time when this uh, Greek word, and I tell, I tell you more about it, each time when the Greek word appears in the text, I consistently uh, translate it as encouragement. And so it uh, reads, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all encouragement, who encourages us in all our troubles, so that we can encourage those in any trouble with the encouragement we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our encouragement abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your encouragement and salvation. If we are encouraged, it is for your encouragement, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our encouragement. The Greek uh, word uh, that is uh, used here is uh, parakaleo. It literally means that you are summoning somebody to, uh, to your side. By the way, it is the same word, root, from which we get uh, in John chapter 14 and John uh, 16 the term uh, comforter or advocate. Uh, the Holy Spirit is called uh, the great uh, encourager, advocate, comforter. So somebody who comes to be with you is standing by having someone's back. And so I want to, my, 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 main, my main message here is simply that there is a wonderful resource of somebody uh, standing next to you, coming to your side that is our loving and compassionate Lord, and that you can be made an agent and channel of support and encouragement uh, to other people. I discern in this text uh, threefold uh, teaching and a kind of threefold uh, description of this uh, encouragement. I will briefly walk uh, through it with you. It first tells us about the source of uh, encouragement. Where do we receive, where do we find this uh, encouragement? Paul tells it uh, very clearly and unambiguously. The source of encouragement and support uh, is our God, a God of all encouragement. Think about that. Our God is not only giving you some little bit of encouragement, he is named here as God of all parakaleo. He is totally uh, standing on your side. Uh, he is uh, really there um, for you. There's absolutely no way for any one of us to be the, the source and the wellspring of uh, encouragement. Many of you are struggling in your own life. Uh, many of us are facing tremendous challenges. We can hardly get by, let alone somebody telling us, uh, would you please uh, give me some extra support and encouragement. We first need uh, ourselves to be fed 
uh, by the encouragement that comes uh, from God. But now my question to you is, I wonder what kind of God you have in your life. I wonder if the God that you are serving and you are putting your trust in, is he the same kind of God that uh, Paul is here talking about? He says he is the father of uh, compassion and the father of all encouragement. Or is your God possibly a demanding God, a God whom you rather avoid, a God uh, who is not the source uh, of your affirmation? Literally, in Greek, uh, the first part, father of compassion, it is put in plural. Uh, we could uh, literally translate uh, it in a way that he is father of uh, compassions. And the term that is used here in Greek uh, can also be translated uh, God of mercies or God of graces. Do you know what? There are so many needs in our lives, so many troubles, so many challenges, that we need more than one kind of compassion or mercy. First Peter uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 10, and I don't have the passage for us, it uses very interesting um, description of the same thing. It uh, literally says that the graces of God come to us in many colors. The word that is used there in original is in, in many colors. Think about uh, how many colors your challenges and disappointments and, uh, and, and your struggles uh, you know, can be. And so for any particular color of disappointment and discouragement, uh, we are, there's uh, something uh, very special uh, for you. When I'm asking this question, what kind of God you have, if you have a father of compassion and the God of all encouragement, I wish to ask you a question, but I do it with uh, trepidation and fear, and you don't have to answer it, and I hope it, uh, this is not embarrassing or in any way uh, discouraging, but I just wonder if some of you in your own uh, life have had a father figure, earthly father, that is everything else but a compassionate, affirming, supporting, standing by. I don't want to put any uh, extra layer of demands on your life. Certainly, I'm not going to blame you for that, but I'm uh, gently encouraging you. What about, rather than uh, fashioning your idea of the heavenly father after your earthly father, why don't you try it in the other way? What if you could be healed? What if you could uh, get some extra encouragement by thinking of what it would mean uh, not to have a demanding, perhaps abusive earthly father, but a heavenly father who is full of compassion and mercies and who is a God of all comfort. That may also help not only you healed, but those uh, around you who have had the same kind of uh, experience. No wonder 
Paul ends this uh, wonderful first section on when he talks about the source of encouragement. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word uh, praise here can also be translated uh, blessed. A wonderful way to receive uh, truly uh, authentic and truly precious uh, blessings is to turn to the source of your uh, encouragement and your uh, compassion and how wonderfully blessed it is for us to invoke the name of the one who is full of compassion and who is full of uh, encouragement. So God, not ourselves, nor the other persons, are the source of this uh, encouragement. But where do we best find it? What kind of uh, context, what kind of place uh, we best uh, find uh, this divine encouragement? And here Paul, again, kind of uh, surprises us. Paul is not telling us, get your life first fixed, like clean up, and perhaps, and then you can come before your father and uh, you may get some extra blessings. No, he's basically uh, telling us that the place you are most likely to receive this profound sense of uh, affirmation and encouragement is when you are at the end of your own wit, when you are truly facing challenges, perhaps you are struggling with your own uh, weaknesses, your own fears, your uh, own uh, life uh, situations. The tougher the place you are standing in, the more hopeful you can be about the availability of Christ's uh, uh, encouragement. He's standing right by you when you need him uh, most. And Paul, really, if you read anything about, for example, the second uh, letter to the Corinthians, Paul is never painting a, an overly rosy picture of Christian life. We are not doing it right now, but if you go back home and you even read our father the same chapter, the next thing he is telling us is that, by the way, I was recently in a really bad situation. He doesn't give any details, but he said, I basically thought I'm going to lose my life. Then he goes to the next chapter and he says, oh my, when I was last time with you, it was the most painful visit I've ever had with you guys. And then he says, therefore, I wrote this letter and I wrote it with tears. If you uh, read as far as chapter 11 of the second Corinthians, there's a chapter long litany of all kinds of hardships, all kinds of things uh, he had to face. Like day after day after day, there was always a new trouble. There were false apostles who were opposing him. It looked like everything in his life for speaking against any hopefulness, let alone um, encouragement. But that's what he uh, is telling us, that the tougher the place we are in, the more likely we are getting divine encouragement. And uh, he also tells us that um, as we ourselves are going through these uh, disappointments, hardships, uh, challenges, that is a place uh, for God to begin to make us the agents and channels of uh, support and uh, encouragement. If you ever meet a person who thinks that he or she has done fairly well in life, they are often cold and very distant persons. 
I wouldn't turn in my weak moments to a person who appears to be quite successful. But if I meet a brother or sister that I know has gone through quite a lot in life, um, I'm much more prone to get his or her own uh, help. So the source of um, our encouragement and support is uh, the loving, compassionate God. Its setting is often the most unlikely place when you really are at your wit's end. And then finally, um, Paul also tells us um, what is uh, the strength of encouragement. And I read for you again um, verse 6. He says, if we are distressed, it is for your encouragement and salvation. If we are encouraged, it is for your encouragement, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. Paul is basically telling us that um, the, an authentic and, and truly um, a, a true encouragement has so much power in itself that it not only helps you to get by, but it also is strong enough to be observed by other people. You may sometimes wonder, why is it that I am always struggling with these things? Temptations, weaknesses, human relations. I'm not even doing wonderfully well with my studies, let alone my family. You, you can uh, add to the list. And you may be asking, is it because I have done something wrong? Maybe you had. I mean, I, we all do. But what if the reason why your life is not as easy as you think uh, it should be, is that you are in the process of being reshaped to become an agent of encouragement and uh, support. Paul says that if we do this uh, encouragement and steadfastness in a proper way, some people, when observing our lives, they are gaining some encouragement and support by looking at how we are steadfastly standing uh, in our uh, place. Paul's own uh, many and diverse uh, problems, they became an occasion for people to trust uh, the Lord. And the, uh, thing that, uh, the word that uh, Paul is uh, using here um, when he talks about endurance, uh, it means literally kind of perseverance under trials or tenacity. It was often used like for if you had a soldier uh, who was not leaving his or her own post, even if the enemy was um, uh, there, uh, threatening um, his or her life. And finally, Paul also says something that is uh, quite uh, important if we wish to become um, some kind of um, agents of support for others. A person who himself or herself has received divine encouragement is able to overcome cynicism, kind of cynical attitude, which always not only uh, puts blame on others, but a cynical person always expects the worst when it comes to our neighbors. Paul says the opposite. No, no. When you are steadfastly holding on 
and receiving this encouragement, you also have faith in others. You are beginning to tell your friends, yes, your life seems to be quite tough, but I'm going to stand by, I'm going to um, have your back, uh, we are going to uh, get by together. You are having faith in the other person. And let me tell you, nothing encourages the person who is struggling in his uh, life than uh, having a friend who is not only standing by, but telling that, yes, I have faith in you. You may not be the perfect person, but you are the kind of person that uh, I really wish to support and be with you. And again, it also works the other way. If you are around the people who are always uh, telling you the negative expectation, it becomes a self-fulfilling uh, uh, prophecy. You ought to be choosing the right side. I ought to be choosing the right side. So my advice to you, church, is today very simple. simple. If you feel like you could use some encouragement and support in your life, why don't you spend some extra time before your God? Have this Pauline uh, description of God uh, readily handy. God of compassions and the God of all encouragement. That becomes the source of your own encouragement. And the tougher the going gets, remember, perhaps that is the setting that God has placed you in, in order to make you stronger, not only for your own sake, but for the sake of others and for the sake of the kingdom. And you may experience the strength of encouragement that is uh, so robust and so steadfast that it not only helps you get by, but it also becomes an occasion for others to reach out to God and his uh, compassion. Similar to what we did uh, yesterday, let us um, close by standing um, up, uh, stand uh, to our feet, and we are going to um, recite uh, a um, confession of faith uh, for today, and we are going to do it uh, from this uh, passage that uh, we read uh, in, the, in the beginning. Let's uh, all do it. Praise to Jesus Christ the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comfort us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful uh, rest of the day. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning at the chapel.